0: Welcome to Spark, our weekly inspirational podcast full of actionable ideas for strategically preparing your business and yourself for anything that may come your way. I'm your host, Stephanie Redcross West, and now let's jump into our next episode. For many of us, we're trying to get so much done in the day. It's all about what can be crossed off your to-do list. What can be done so that you're being more productive? What can you be working on today, next week? And I'm always talking about how to get the most out of your day. But in today's talk, I want to talk about a different phenomenon. Today's talk, I want to talk about breaking the cycle. And the cycle that I'm talking about is this kind of Endless loop of rework that many of us can find ourselves in. And even people who are really good at getting things done, who are really good at kind of buckling down and getting the task at hand completed. What can happen at times is you can finish a project, finish a task, and then you start to end up in this zone where you start tweaking it, where you start editing it, where you start to try to perfect it. And what happens is you've passed that point of when you really should have moved on and you go into the zone that can allow you to not only lose time, but potentially not get a return on the continued time that you're putting into that project, all right? So today, I want to talk about that problem. Today, I want to tackle it and I want to talk kind of even frankly about it because it's something that we all have to wrestle with, especially these days where many of our marketing, much of the content that we put out can actually be changed, can be updated. It can really have a life of its own and it can be hard to kind of let go at times. And I want to talk about how do you start getting better at that? How do you find the finish line and how do you set things up that maybe are projects that do need to continue, maybe do need to tweak, but we don't hold those projects back too long so that you don't get a return on all of the time you put into it? So that's today's topic. I can't wait to dive in. I do want to take a few minutes and just welcome everybody to our podcast. I love, love, love doing these sessions each week because it's an opportunity for me to come to you and just talk frankly about what it's like to run a business, what it's like to be a vegan professional, what it's like to kind of juggle all these responsibilities, all of these things that fall on our shoulders, whether you're new at this or you've been doing it for a while, even a person like me who's been doing it for years, there's so many opportunities for us to improve. There's so many opportunities for us to get better. And it's an opportunity I'm hoping in your week for you to kind of take a step back, look at what's going on around you, and see if there's a way that not only can you grow, but continue to level up so that you are better and better at what you do, and can become better and better at the way that you help and change the world. All right, so let's dive in. So how do we break this cycle? How do we deal with this kind of loop of rework? And one thing I want to throw out there, especially for anyone who's listening to us live, my question to you is, How have you broken the cycle? Have you found yourself in this kind of challenge? Let me know in the comments if you're like, yes, Stephanie, absolutely. I start working on something and four hours later, I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm still working on it. If that's you, feel comfortable. This is a safe space. Raise your hand because I definitely want to make sure before we end today's session that I give you some tips and advice that would work for you. So the first place I want to start the first place I think you should start to make change, if you're struggling with this, and this is something I've been doing as well, is I've started to create a timeline for my objective. And it's kind of like a timeline objective for a project before I start. Now, what do I mean by that? When I'm working on specific tasks, when I'm working on a project, instead of me saying, I just want to get this project done, instead of it being kind of an open-ended, this is my priority of the day, of the week, what I also do is sit down and say, not only when do I want to get it done, meaning the day I want to get it done, but I also, at times, will put a time to it. So if I'm working on something, let's say today, today, One thing I'll do with my to-do list is I'll say, hey, these are the things I want to get done by 11 o'clock today. These are the things I want to get done by the afternoon. And by putting kind of a timetable on it, by putting not only a day around it, I can also kind of give myself a sense of how long I really have to get this done. Now, I don't recommend this necessarily to build pressure. That's not what I'm recommending. What I want you to do is I want you to start to think of the things you have to do, even if they're small, the knicknatty, teeny tiny things that you're working on, instead of thinking of them in infinite time and space. I want you to start to think of them as things that you need to get done on a calendar. Because let's face it, for many of us, we're running from meeting to meeting. For many of us, we're working on client projects, or maybe we have a project that we're working on for our clients. And for many of those, we put a timeline in place. But when it comes to our own projects, when it comes to our own business, when it comes to the things that we are working on, sometimes what happens is we allow them to kind of exist in this free-for-all environment. And what I want you to start to do differently is instead of just saying, I'm going to get that thing done or it's important to me, I really think it's so important to think about the time when you want to get it done, and also the time it takes to get it done. And what I mean by that, and I guess one of the best examples I can give you, is what I've started to do is I've started to look at the things that I do on a consistent basis. I start to think about tasks that I consider reoccurring. Let me give an example. If you're maybe a blogger and you write a blog post, maybe you're a cooking instructor and you post a recipe once a week. If you're sitting down and creating those posts, that's something that you're creating over and over and over. So to make sure that repetitive and that task that you're doing consistently isn't a task one week that's two hours and then another week it's 30 minutes. What I like to do is sit down and say, when I create X, I allocate this amount of time to it. A good example of that for me has been email, working on our email system, our email marketing, the emails that I want to send out. Sometimes I can sit there like I'm writing a novel and I can just be like, "Hmm, what am I going to type today? What do I want to share in email? What am I feeling? And that can turn into either a project that doesn't move forward. Or a project that I'll work on a little bit today, work on a little bit tomorrow, work on a little bit later in the week. And what I've started to do differently so that they don't kind of just float out there as projects, I've started to say, I know I need to write X amount of emails every single month because that's a part of my email marketing schedule. So based on that, I'll sit down and say, if I have to write an email, I'm going to allocate 30 minutes to 45 minutes to write it. And by putting that set time in place, it starts to train me to prepare myself to actually have a start and stop time. To not just let it float out there as something I can do, but truly say when I work on these specific things, this is the time that's allotted for it. And what I find in my business is a lot of things like that. There are a lot of projects that I'm doing consistently that if I really sit down and say, when I'm working on my social media post for the month and maybe scheduling out my standard post for the month, I'll sit down and say, this is an hour to an hour and a half task. I'll block off time in my calendar for that hour and hour and a half um, task. Sometimes I even give myself a little timer to help me out (laughs) just to make sure I'm aware of the amount of time that I'm setting aside for this task. And also, I get a little like 15 minute reminder when I'm about to, you know, I only have 15 minutes left. And what I've found is instead of me thinking everything is a brainstorming activity, everything is a creative activity for me to just sit back and think about what I want to express. Instead, I've started to put those times allocated to them and they have really helped me feel like I have a good sense of how much time should I be spending on this. The other reason I put a time to many of these tasks is when you think about the return on your investment. When we think about the work that we do, when you spend five hours writing an email, We have to make sure that you're going to get a return on that five hours. And while it may be the best email you've ever written, while it may be an amazing expression of what's going on, the reality is if you're putting that much time into some of your marketing and some of the things you have to get done, we have to, as business owners, make sure that that five hour investment gets you more than if you spent an hour on that task. And that's the key. You really have to think about that. And I don't know if that kind of sunk in for everybody. So let me know if it did or if it didn't. But think about the idea that if you invest in an hour versus five hours, maybe let's not go so extreme, an hour versus two hours, an hour versus three hours, do you feel like the return on that time will be greater? Do you feel like you're going to have more sales? Do you feel like you're going to have more click-throughs? Do you feel like you're going to have more shares? I want to make sure that you feel confident that when you decide to invest more, you know it can get a return, all right? And that's the key. I think if we start to understand there's truly trade-offs for our time, I think we'll get better and better at not only managing time, but deciding when something should be reworked when something should be tweaked, and when something you should continue to invest your time in to make it better. Now, one of the things that comes up that a lot of people are like, well, wait a minute, Stephanie, of course, this is going to make it better. Of course, it's going to be better if I spend more time on it. And if you subscribe to that concept, I want to challenge you with something else. I want you to think about what we kind of call the must haves and the nice to have. Because what often happens for many of us is what we're adding can definitely increase the value of it. Definitely when you do more often or sometimes it may yield more, not always, but the argument will be the value of that more. What is the true value of it? It's kind of like the sprinkles on top of a dessert. Yes, it's cute. Yes, it's great, but it doesn't materially often change the flavor of the entire dessert. What it does is it just adds that extra panache. And yes, that extra panache can be a great thing, but as a solopreneur, as a small business, as an individual that's really working hard to not only drive your success or scale your business, we have to decide where you put that panache. And what I want you to do often is I want you to put it into your customers and clients, not necessarily tweaking every email, tweaking every marketing material, tweaking your website, and all of those things that we get stuck in in our business. And that's where you start to understand the difference between what's a must-have when you're thinking about the content or the materials or a project that you're working on versus the things that can enhance it over time. And Therefore, what I want you to do is when you work on a project and you think about what has to be done, always start with those must-haves, not the dreamy ideas, not the things that could make it mm, a little different, but think of the must-haves that have to get done and tackle those must-haves in the time that you have allowed it. All right. Now, for some of you, you may be like, well, wait a minute, Stephanie, we're talking about all projects here. You were just talking about like content and emails and social media. I can get it for that. I can get my head around it for those items because they're small. They're tactical. They're things that we're doing constantly, but they're not big, juicy, you know, projects in a sense. So if you're struggling with projects instead, If you're struggling with something that takes a little bit more time than maybe an hour or two here or there, then what I want you to do is I want you to start to leverage what I kind of call the milestone approach. By getting it out there to the world, it starts to give me space and time to think, space and time to let go, and space and time to know that if I need to make changes, that if I need that backup plan, I have it. Because I know what I'm going to work on in the next 30 days and then the next 30 days so this project can be completed over a 90-day period. And that's how I approach it. That's how I've been really working through many of the projects I've been working on this year. Because this year has been it's been a wild year for me. Um, I don't know about you guys out there, but I'd love, love, love to hear what the year has been like. And honestly, I think I need to do a live session. Oh, hey, Debbie. So good to see you. I haven't seen you in a while. Um, but this year has really been a year for me to learn how to scale and has been a year for me to really think about my system's and processes in place. And I will talk about this um, probably during another podcast where I'll talk about the systems I've put in place and why and how I've put them in place. Debbie, let me just pop you up on the screen really quick so everyone can see you. Um, but the reason I bring this up or the reason that I want many of you to even consider what we're talking about today as far as the WeWork is that this year has been a year of me launching This is a year where we launched a brand new website. This is a year where we're relaunching our paid podcast series. This is a year where we're looking at relaunching some of our online courses. This has been a year where we're actually changing the way we've done our affiliate marketing. So that's another relaunch. And you keep hearing me say, relaunch, relaunch. And the key here is every time you get a chance to launch something, to change something, I can get caught in that never-ending loop two. I've been experiencing that this year. And really one of the ways that it's really helped me move forward are the recommendations I gave you today. It's really starting to put time to what I'm going to do. I literally now kind of have a sense for every month for the remaining part of this year, what's going to be my main focus? What project is really going to get the majority of my attention? Because at the end of that month, I want to be able to wrap it up. Now, I don't want to make it sound perfect, like I'm always exactly at my 30 days. Sometimes I need an extra week. Sometimes they end early. But the key here is I'm creating a process around making the improvements in my business, making changes in my business, and really thinking about not everything I can do in a month, not thinking about all the things I promised myself I would do in a month. Instead, I really take a step back and say, what is the key project for this month? And by understanding the key project, the key thing that I think will change my business, because that's the key. When I want something to work on, when I want a project to work on, I really want to make sure it's something that's instrumental in making change. And often I want it to be change for my customers and my clients. By me really saying what is that focus for this month versus next month versus other months, it's allowed me to not only accomplish a lot this year, but to also be able to feel comfortable with saying everything doesn't need to be perfect, everything doesn't require all of my energy all the time, and I don't want to work on something until I'm fed up with it. Instead, by sitting down and saying in 30 days, I'm going to give it my all. 30 days, I'm going to accomplish something great with this. And in 30 days, we're going to release it to the world so I can get a sense of what that return on investment, that philosophy has not only served me well this year and allowed me to launch a gazillion things that I've been looking to launch, but I hope it will also serve you well. So as you move forward, as you scale your business, as you grow, or as you've been even pivoting, which is a lot of the things I've been doing as well, just based on how the world has changed, I think taking this approach will keep you from working, 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 working on something and never getting it out to the world. And will also keep you kind of in line with the idea that for your business to grow, your projects must be complete. Your projects must get light. Look at the light of day and the things that you're working on really need to start and start, start and stop so that you can continue to work on the next great thing and offer the next great thing to your business, to your customers, and your clients. All right. So that's all I have today. That was the gist of today is really just making sure you don't get stuck. You don't get in a cycle of rework and making sure that you have some tips, some recommendations, and some things that you can implement in your business to help you break that cycle. And I really hope today's session gave you not only some ideas, but also the courage to let a project go and let it take flight, because you're probably at the point that the world would really benefit from what you're creating. It's just time to let go, move on, and allowed the world to enjoy what you created. All right, take care, everyone. I'll see you in our next session. Bye.